Hello, and welcome back to another episode of 52 and 52, a podcast where we watch at least one movie a week for every week in the year and record an episode about it. Today, we're going to be doing a double feature on Molly's Game and Jumanji. Uh, I think we're going to talk about Molly's Game first, and then we'll give you a little uh, break, and then we're, we're going to talk about Jumanji. Um, it's not going to be terribly long podcast, so we're, we're combining them because they're a little bit easier movies to talk about. Um, so Josh is back with me today. Josh, how's it going, man? Good. I'm uh, ready to... <laughs> back from New York? <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I'm a day removed from coming back from the coldest uh, weather I'd ever been in in my life, about like <laughs> 10 degrees. Uh, but uh, and then I, sure enough, I brought it back down to West Palm Beach, and it's going to be like 35 degrees here tonight. But uh, I, that's the kind of cold weather I like, and uh, ready, yeah. to, ready to talk about some movies. Yeah, yeah. So we've seen like four or five movies since we last did a podcast. Um, so we're talking about Molly's Game, which... I actually didn't even see like marketing for it. You told me about it, but it's uh, directed and written by Aaron Sorkin, who you guys probably know from West Wing, Moneyball, Steve Jobs, uh, and that great TV, and that great TV show called The Newsroom. The worst TV show ever made, The Newsroom. Um, anyway, so Sorkin writes a lot of scripts. That's sort of like his thing is is writing, being a screenwriter, and then this was the first movie he directed. Uh, stars Jessica Chastain, Idris Elba, Kevin Costner, Michael Sarah, and it's uh, basically about it's it's like a bio, I guess it's a biopic, right? About uh, this this lady named Molly Bloom who used to be an Olympic ski, uh, Olympic skier and then ran like a poker game for celebrities, or rich people and celebrities, basically for a couple of years. Yep. Yeah. Um, so why don't you start? Did you, you you probably like Sorkin a little more than me, maybe? So. Uh, what do you think? I don't. We never actually. Well, we. I mean, I think we were, we were both on the same page on uh, Steve Jobs, and uh, yeah. I might have thought I might have like had a couple things I might have liked about the newsroom, but other than that, I don't know if, if like I have any strong feelings about any of his movies that we would disagree on. It's just we've only ever talked about one of the ones he's written, and I. Yeah. But I was curious about this one because I because like you said, his directorial debut. And I'm as a person that's still learning about film and stuff. I was gonna be like, am I gonna actually be able to tell like if this is his direction and what and be able to judge it at all? And a lot of what people liked about Steve Jobs was that uh, they felt like Danny Boyle, or, or, or especially the Social Network, I'd say, but also Steve Jobs is that Danny Boyle and David Fincher were able to like balance out some of the Sorkinisms of the Sorkinism, which, yeah, like where Sorkiny uh, qualities or how whatever adjective you want to turn his name into some of the some of those things they were able to balance it out with their direction and something that doesn't happen quite as much in his tv shows um because like it's just not as distinctive of directors working in tv generally and probably don't have yeah. as much clout to tell the writer of and uh, creator of the shows what they should be doing and i was like am i gonna be able to tell the difference when like it's not a big time director directing one of his scripts and or i guess uh, bennett miller is also a pretty good director did moneyball so he's worked with some really successful directors for the last few feature films that he's written and i would say that i this ended up being about what i expected because um there was it's it's say what you will but like even if stuff that like is bad like the newsroom like it's not really boring per se and i'd say that this this movie wasn't boring and in fact had some 
uh, improvements, I'd say, over some of his worst impulses, uh, specifically his writing of female characters, because I think she's one of the better female characters Molly is that he's ever had to write in recent years, and might have something to do with the fact that she's a real person that he actually got to know, um, <laughs> I'd say. So he's yeah. Able, um, yeah, he so, hadn't met so, any females before this, so or, or, that's or, probably or why. hadn't met any of the ones he'd written, really, I'd say, or and he might have written met the met the uh, Kate Winslet character in Steve Jobs, but that was its own disaster that might have been independent of his... No, actually, that character was still problematic, and then she was just there to be the voice on the shoulder of the male character. But uh, but here, I mean, like, there was stuff I liked. I thought that was exciting and certainly entertaining and, like I said, a better writ- written female character. But I think the biggest thing that I think makes this movie... Sh- or hurts this movie, in my opinion, which I would, wouldn't even call a bad movie. I would just say, like, wow, it's it gives you some of the best of him and the worst of him is that it's, like... There's no one to keep him in check from it just being a nonstop like dialogue fest. Run on and, sentence, yeah. Uh, we talk a lot of, about how bad voiceovers can be sometimes, and yeah, like, there's almost something to be said for just like going all out with the voiceover <laughs> and just like ha- not half-assing it and just like blowing it all the way out. And maybe that could be like, hey, maybe this is just like its own different kind of voiceover thing. And I think that there is just some problematic ways, not only in which maybe she talked, but I think it was primarily that where it was just like he didn't have anyone to keep him in check, where he just wanted to keep having her explain something as a voiceover. And I thought it just hindered a lot of deb- scenes in this movie that had the potential to be a lot better than they actually were. And I'll go more in depth on that in a minute, but I will say that, like I said, I, I found part, a lot of parts of this entertaining, but I have kept feeling it was undercut by him wanting to just like hear the sound of his own words. And I, yeah. I can go more in depth on that, but I don't. Are, 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 do you have a, did you have a more strong negative visceral reaction to this, or are you kind of like whatever, like I am? I don't know. No, I mean some of it was actually like good. Yeah. Um, it was way too long. I mean, it was like two and a half hours. Yeah, for two, two hours. No reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, I haven't really. I don't think I've seen Jessica Chastain in anything since like The Martian or Most Violent Year, which is like two years ago. Um, but oh. she was really good. Mm-hmm. And I think she helped, like, kind of bring his dialogue to, like, life a little bit and be less, like, run-on sentency than it should be. Um, Idris was really good, and I think he helped a lot, too. Like, th- th- I think they ba- they help balance the stuff that he can't just because he puts it on paper. Um, th- there, some of it was, like, stupid and predictable, and the end was a little, like, eh, whatever. Um but like the stuff, the, I think the stuff with like the actual poker was like the best part of the movie. Okay, well, I, I, I thought parts of that like were good, but like they could have been even better, and that that was my yeah. I, I think they could have like, been better too, but because I thought some of that know. stuff had to like he's not like I don't know. I, I kept thinking about rounders and how I kept well, thinking about Big Short. Okay, that well. Yeah, I feel like um, – Or like 21. That's what I was thinking of too. I've never seen 21. Uh, yeah. I just remember like I was just trying to think of what are some other poker scenes and some of that stuff in Rounders with – at the end when Matt Damon's yeah. like squaring off with Teddy KGB. Yeah. Like some of that stuff's really intense and I felt like here that he didn't let the scenes like kind of have any chance to breathe and get yeah. as intense to that point because right as, as soon as I was getting into something, he would have Jessica Chastain like – go off for like the talking faster than I talk on uh, in my regular voice uh, explaining like what what was on the river what was on this what was on that yeah. it's like yo just show it I don't need her cutting into this action yeah you can, you can focus on this a little bit and I get it's her story but I think the poker scenes are almost more compelling because it's the some of these guys are what ultimately bring her down so it's yeah. not like it's irrelevant to her story and I thought it could have been even like more intense like 
if, if you're focusing on exactly what these guys are going on doing at the same time and zeroing in on it and slowing the action down and letting that tension build. And instead, I felt like every time I was about to get into it, like the voiceover just comes on. And those were, I just thought those yeah. scenes had the potential to be even better than they were. And I, I still enjoyed them to a certain extent. I just thought like it could have been like something that I was capable of like wanting to put on our best scenes at the end of the year list or something like that. And I, I don't know if yeah. they were quite that good, but like it was entertaining. I just thought like that was where like I noticed Sorkin becoming being all Sorkin-y the most. Yeah, I, I think the the most Sorkin-y stuff to me was like when her and Idris are having conversations or like talking about the law or something. No, actually, the most uh, Sorkin-y was when uh, he lists her resume in like the first like five – has her list uh, her resume in the first five uh, minutes because that's like a, a total Sorkin thing where like a char- – to establish a character yeah. as being like some – or just to give a character background and um, yeah. development, he'll just have them read off their resume. So yeah. that – and then yeah, the, the scenes with her and Idris, like they're fast talking but like it didn't almost bother me as much because like – I, I, it was cool seeing Idris get to do that kind of thing. Yeah, it was just like it was it, it, the way he writes is like it's, it's too cute and yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like everything has to like fit in nice and cute in a little like bundle, and it's like people don't really talk like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I was thinking about I was thinking about Big Short because they sort of that's like a movie that they it was unique where they were. Filming some, the movie was about something that not a lot of people know like extensively about, right? Mm-hmm. And so they wanted to like inform the audience, and they did so in like different ways. And this movie is just Jessica Chastain just like explaining, 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 and it it, it definitely gets old. Um, I I I don't know. I didn't hate it as much as I think I would have, or like other voiceovers. And I don't know if that was just because her and Idris were like actually acting well but mm-hmm. i i don't know it was it was i there was like i feel like everything outside of poker was kind of like not that good so i don't know i i, I don't really think i remember a scene like outside of the poker like stuff that was good well i mean like this i mean well what did you think of like idris's monologue where she's getting interviewed by the fbi agents yeah. like that's pretty good uh, I mean, it was really good but it was it was like such a sort like we've seen it before in different like shapes so um and it was kind of like a predictable thing too he kind of writes predictably at this point so um i wasn't too surprised but idris like has the charisma to do it and you could still enjoy it yeah i'm trying to think of like what's something that i would have that now that you're phrasing it that way like something outside of the or not even outside of the poker itself but just the poker rooms yeah um, that's, that's what, yeah that's sort of like, what i mean like the like poker what, room like, stuff was like what ha- was like, interesting like it was a 220 minute movie yeah and i can i'm trying to think of like off the top of my head like what happened there i guess there were the scenes with her, the, the two of them in his office i don't know i thought the the kevin costner daddy issue stuff wasn't as interesting uh, of a yeah. way of establishing no. whatever issues she just had with men in general as it would have been just having her deal more with the guys in the poker room as opposed to just having her talk over the action going on in the poker room. Uh, Did you like Michael Sarah? Uh, Yeah, actually. I thought he was really good. So because I I thought that was like a cool – like that – like her her whole conflict and what it comes to with him is like – I thought that was just way more compelling than the stuff with Kevin Costner. And yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, you, and you, 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 did you read enough about the movie to uh, learn that he was kind of playing like a Tobey Maguire stand? You told me that a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. I um, think, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, 
he is, and I guess she and she. I mean, she came in in contact with a lot of other famous people through him because you know he's like yeah. tight with Leonardo DiCaprio. And I'm glad it wasn't like a whole cavalcade of like here's who this person is, here's who that person yeah. is. Like Toby was like the main standing guy or like the main dude, so that's fine if you want to. Yeah. And like you, you can like track a lot of the stuff in the movie to like some of the quotes um, in the book that she gave about him. And and that's the other thing. Like I'm not really sure. It's hard to know because I don't want to, like, spend a bunch of time, like, comparing this to, like, excerpts I find from the book online. But it was a little weird how such a a lot of the conflict was derived from, like, who she was going to name and who she wouldn't name. Where it's, like, it seems like she already named a lot of people from what I can tell online. But, 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 like, getting back to Michael Sarah, like, a lot of people criticize him because it's – they say, oh, he's always playing Michael Sarah, And I thought it was kind of cool that – he yeah. didn't do anything differently physically. They didn't make him look different. They didn't shave his head. They didn't make him gain yeah. 30 pounds of muscle. But it, he still felt like he was playing a distinctively different type of person from what he normally plays. And a lot of the yeah. scenes where the camera just pans to him and he's observing stuff and being a little more like coy and observant off to the side. And yeah, I, I liked watching him in those moments. Yeah, it, it's actually funny now that we're like talking about it because in the during the movie, I was like – really buying it and it was good but now i'm like who the fuck wants to play poker with toby mcguire like who cares <laughs> you know what i mean like so many uh, better people you can play poker with and because like that's sort of the attraction is like a lot of people wanted wanted to play yeah. poker at that time with toby so that's how she would get a lot of these like rich clients which is fine it's just funny to think about people wanting to play with toby i guess it's more a matter of like bit. a lot of these games have to be kept on the down low so if, yeah if, if you're just a random dude that thinks it's cool to meet the guy that plays spider-man and yeah you're but you don't have access to like a lot of other famous people but someone tells you about this game then hey yeah. uh, whatever i'm in but i i don't know i guess they, they showed us enough of his dynamic with her that i and the way she was uh maybe interacting with like some of the other people not that she was she was i mean she was professional and not like it wasn't like she was yeah. sleep, sleeping around with them and she fended them off but maybe she yeah. maybe she had a different vibe with him and he, he might have gotten resentful and um yeah. and vindictive and had a bunch of like typical male entitlement stuff going on and i thought like they didn't over explain that stuff but it felt like a natural like boiling point with how he was probably interacting and what his expectations probably were of her and i i enjoyed the, the that arc and how her, that game came to an end yeah um Actually, like, I th- I think it could have been better, but I, I I think I enjoyed like watching her sort of like build her own empire as this like female entrepreneur, and it's such because like, we just we just saw Kingsman a couple months ago, and like thinking about how terribly they tried to like talk about that with like Julianne Moore's character like being this like successful female businesswoman, you know what I mean? Yeah, or, and, or how she or how she kept they kept making her the mouthpiece for how like women aren't allowed to be successful, but it's like, you yeah. know, you're like living in a jungle in Colombia, of course you're not going to yeah. be like and selling illegal drugs, of course you're yeah. not going to be like, yeah. Um, so it was it was interesting to uh to see how his take on it and I think it was it was good, but Again, like he sorkened it up to the point where it could have been better, I think. Yeah, and I, I think um, I think he got excited when to like just have her talking to like Playboy models or whatever it was when she got to New York, yeah. and like he he just wrote like fast quippy scenes, and I don't know, I, the, I just I don't I don't know if the stuff at the New York um, game was as interesting as it was. Yeah, the know, Chris O'Dowd stuff was like, eh. yeah. So I, I get that they needed to like establish that she her she let the game get too big, and that's ultimately what. Yeah, brought her, brought her down and led her to t- uh, take the percentage and all that stuff. 
but it almost would have been a different kind of interesting thing to, if they'd actually taken the time to show like in the micro how she built that game because that's pretty – Yeah, I think that would have really been more impressive. interesting than skipping over like, hey, I built the game because she's just like telling us and then, hey, I'm inviting mobsters to the game. Because that's like really hard, you know, like yeah, – For of, sure. Like she, she got totally – Which is – which is why she's fighting for it so hard, right? She's like, she's like telling Idris, like, listen, I, I built this by myself, da, da da da, and she's so proud of it. But then we don't really get to see the that we, we just see it. like the aftermath. It was cool. Like, I, I was cool how she got the LA game. You know, like she she was working for yeah. that. She was working for that douchebag, but and she power move. but but yeah, she but she was, was she was really good at her job, and the other people could see that, and they showed it to us. It wasn't him really telling us. He showed her learning and learning it and kind of making friends with the people and it totally made sense when she was just able to hijack his game but here it's like he wants to show a few fast scenes where he's like oh hey i met some playboy models hey i they, they knew some rich yeah. dudes and it's like yeah that's she literally was like she was down to nothing like it was like toby was able to take it from her all at once and yeah. she had nothing and she's just able to all of a sudden build that thing in new york like how she i guess she saved some maybe she saved some money and paid off those playboy models who knew the rich guys but it would have been cool to see her like actually do that and then like you said we would have maybe even been even more invested when she's like explaining to Idris how much it means to her and how much like because yeah. like I heard her like, it was almost like her name as a businesswoman she didn't want to like rat people yeah. out because they probably respected her as a businesswoman so like yeah. all that stuff where she's talking about how she won't name names probably means more if we see all the work she put in a little more yeah and uh, just for the record as soon as soon as they brought up uh, Idris's daughter reading the Crucible I knew. That they were gonna bring up the uh, all all I have is my name rock bullshit from from the actual play or whatever. I've actually never book. read the Crucible. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I one of I didn't I don't think I've actually read it, but I know enough from Spark Notes and all the bullshit from talking about it in class to remember this. You've read Spark Notes? Well. I'm shocked. <laughs> I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta feign you gotta feign knowledge sometimes in class, man. I no, I took you for someone that actually just always read the book. Um, no, but that is a, that, that no, that is a very Sorkin thing to yeah, like to like yeah. just all of a sudden have the character say something that refers to something back, and then have the other person like make the make the connection yeah. at the end. Like that's like a that 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 was like I. I I probably I I probably wasn't thinking about it because I didn't quite have know the rock quote like sure. you did, but like that's like a like if you it's did, such a famous thing and it's kn- just like dude yeah. like come on but like if if you know Sorkin you know and you know at least as much as you apparently do about like that play like that you could anyone could have seen that coming from like a mile away yeah yeah, yeah. um but I, I don't think it's a bad watch it's just it, two hours and and twenty minutes plus previews and driving and such it's like it, I don't know it, it, it's too much the movie should have been a little bit shorter. Yeah, and I, I don't um, uh, and I I think maybe some of that stuff like and maybe some of the stuff with like just with Idris as much as we like Idris, I don't know how many of the scenes of them like debating whether or not she was going to name names like ultimately yeah. meant much at all. Um, yeah, and that's it felt like we spent a lot of time doing that, and mm-hmm. um, uh, and like I said, some of that New York stuff could have been a little cut down also, um, and. Yeah, I think it's uh, it'd be a lot. It, it would have been better if it was maybe two hours instead of two hours twenty. Yeah. Don't disagree yeah, there. If it, if, if, it, if the New York stuff was fleshed out better, it would have made the two hours and twenty minutes feel much much more satisfactory than it did at the end. Yeah, um, I didn't really feel much tension from like the whole like mob stuff either. Did you? 
like for her? Well, like I knew the. Uh, I don't know what the worst I thought was going to happen was because I, I I think I knew that she wasn't um, in jail, uh, yeah. and I knew she wasn't dead. So yeah. I don't really know what I, I – I don't think in my head I ever really necessarily thought she was in, like, all that much danger. So yeah. that's a good point, I suppose. Yeah. Because it was, like, such a big deal. They were, like, trying to make such a big deal out of it, and it, it like, didn't really matter, I guess. You yeah, know? I mean, well, they I guess they, they came in, like, they – well, I mean, I guess it mattered, and, like, they were ultimately trying to leverage the her Russian connections sure. against her, but she honestly – didn't really didn't have know that many. Anything, she really didn't. Right? So it's like I guess, I mean, I, I, and she didn't give in to the FBI. So like, we spent a lot of time on that Russian stuff just to have them threaten her and her to say like, really, I don't know. Yeah. And I guess eventually the judge kind of is able to discern that. So that's why he's like, yeah, this yeah. is kind of stupid. Um, yeah. and I don't know why. Which we're was here. like, it, it didn't really feel good. You know what I mean? Like, well, kind of felt like some, it kind of felt like some white privilege a little bit. Um, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it's like, yeah, this is probably shouldn't be a crime, but like, there's also other things that we send people to yeah. prison for that are equally like unharmful. Yeah, um, yeah like the white collar aspect of it is like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it it just like all of a sudden it's just like climax, and the judge is like, eh, nah, you're fine, you're not going to jail, pay a fine, and it's like, okay, like that that's it then, and then the movie's like over. And but it's like I'm not, I don't, I'm hesitant to like say that much more because like that's kind of what happened you know uh yeah like, no no, no I, for sure i don't just... really know what sorkin could do differently there but like like you said i don't know if we need like to get to that point we probably didn't need to spend that much time with yeah. the russians um yeah. and that that's an, like like you said that's just like another thing we could have done a little differently going back for one second before we finish the one thing i i'm curious what you thought was the whole um I, like i said i felt pretty fulfilled by the whole la game storyline what'd you think of like bill camp going I love um, Bill Camp too. Yeah, yeah, like that. That was kind of a cool He's mix cool. to have, like a, a, a well, and the Brian to RC James guy, the guy that was like really shitty, but then like actually like had other reasons for being at the game. Like he was saying he didn't, he just wanted to make friends. Oh, the Bob, the bad Bob guy or whatever his name was. Yeah, bad yeah, Brian, yeah, dude whatever. from Spotlight. Yeah, that was kind of. Yeah, fun. Yeah. I mean, that was funny. I mean, that that was funny in its own way. But then like the Bill Camp stuff, like it was kind of cool to have like the guy who had some weird level wasn't like as successful as everyone else but was just like a really smart poker player and then yeah. just yeah. watch him like, and then have it all tie back into the to the Toby stuff I mean mm-hmm. I thought it was just a cool little arc to have in there for a guy that like we quite enjoy probably in the TV things we've seen him do it's like oh cool this guy got mm-hmm. like a pretty nice chunk of a movie to, to have his own little arc yeah yeah he was good um could you uh, I mean not that you've ever uh, lost like two million dollars, but I mean, do you think it got some of the psychological aspects of like playing poker right? Um, well, so I, I, I would say it's less of a poker thing and more of a, more of a uh, gambler's psych- gambling thing. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it was that was, I, it wasn't like wrong, but it's the the thing that was like kind of like wild was like hey everyone's hearing he's just out here losing money and people are gonna you know what i mean it was like a 48 hour thing where he's just like sitting at this table and like all these dudes are coming in because they hear he's like <laughs> playing bad you know it was that was kind of weird but yeah no i mean for that that's sort of how it goes you, you it's very hard to accept like losing <laughs> like what's the, what's the term on tilt is that what they call it or yeah yeah on oh, tilt yeah. for sure yeah yeah, yeah. Um, um 
Yeah, he was he was full tilt, hundred percent full tilt. Yeah, or whatever <laughs> yeah. you call it. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I I quite enjoyed that, and I I don't know. I just I thought most of that stuff was well done, and I I liked how she was. I liked her 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 acting in like the scenes where she's having to interact with the different guys, like when she's yeah. like trying to tell Bob like put him down like put him down easy or. Yeah, um, the stuff with Bill Camp where she's trying to advise him. I like that stuff, and I, I thought she was really good in those scenes. It was just I enjoyed that so much more than the voiceover stuff that it was just I couldn't help but yeah. like be a little let down that he leaned on that as a crutch so much. Where it's like he's not like a bad. The filmmaking itself doesn't actually feel bad aside from yeah. those voiceover choices. So I was like, Yo, Sorkin, like trust your instincts as the director and the fact that you're getting good performances out of these people and just uh, let us have more of that because I liked all of her interactions with all the players for the most part. Um, yeah, he just he just likes to explain things away, explain, explain, explain. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't really have much else to say about it. It's it's fine. It's not. Uh, there are worse movies to see for sure. Yeah, I'd say also but, uh, since you enjoy Jessica Chastain, I'd still say you might enjoy going back and checking out Miss Sloan from last year. I know you said you're a little. You you probably had your fill of like DC lobbyist type movies and stuff. <laughs> she's she's a uh, she's really good in that, and I really like like ninety percent of that movie, and really don't like really hate actually like 10 percent of it um okay but it's on amazon prime and i'd recommend people check it out kind of went under the radar last year and it's another fun performance from her and uh yeah yeah um so we're gonna take a little break and then we're gonna talk about jumanji all right uh we're back we are going to talk about jumanji uh Movie that just came out, remake, obviously, uh, I guess, rem- yeah, remake um, of a movie that came out with Robin Williams some 15, 20 years ago. Is it 20 years? It might be 20 years, actually. It's like a little, I think it was like 95, probably a little over. 20. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so like 20 years, um, Kevin Hart, The Rock, Jack Black, uh, Karen Gillan, Bobby Cannavale, Nick, J- Nick Jonas. Yeah. Am I missing anyone? Anyone else? Um, uh, I don't know who the, no, no one that and then all the the young actor and actresses I don't really we don't really know yeah, um, they're unknowns yeah so it's, it's basically a remake new new universe for this movie which I think I heard they're doing like multiple of these but I don't I don't know um, yeah. this so this movie I one hundred percent expected to hate why why'd you even go in the first place just to support the rock. Right. Um, it's, I think Sky was just like, "Hey, let's go see Jumanji," and I was like, "All right, whatever." Okay. Um, but it was delightful. I liked it a lot. Uh, it was it it was I I had a, I had a good time. I laughed at it. Um, I think that they sort of they were getting criticized a lot before the movie came out for like Karen Gillan's like jungle costume and like all that stuff. How they were gonna like do the women, but I thought they sort of like redeemed themselves and answered whatever questions people were going to criticism people were going to have for the most part well i think when the first trailer dropped people were less critical about that specifically because they kind of they well first when the first trailer dropped they're like oh well this isn't exactly like a straight remake you know they're they're doing their own thing with this video game thing and they're going to kind of tell their own story with these different characters doing the body swiping type thing like it gave it its own spin and and then they, they could kind of tell like oh this is like the nerdy grungy girl and it's like a fish out of water thing they're not just like doing a straight like we're gonna exploit yeah. the attractive woman thing but uh yeah. i think the best thing that like i can say about this movie which i also found really fun was that it i was worried like even when i saw that trailer and it's like okay they're kind of going to do their own thing i just thought it was going to be like a massive cgi fest and maybe that's part of what yeah. you were expecting and why you thought it might be bad even if like we like these actors a little bit 
Um, and I thought it was in, like, you have to have some of that if you're going to go into like a jungle movie sure. like this. But it really didn't lean heavy on that stuff at all, which I thought is like the best thing about it. You know, it, 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 yeah. in like the first 15 minutes when we're hanging out with the kids, it establishes yeah. fairly well who most of them are, um, even if it's pretty simplistic stuff. Like here's the pretty yeah, girl taking selfies. Yeah, sure. Here's the yeah. nerdy guy who's, who doesn't, doesn't get to hang out with the popular kid. Here's the girl that doesn't really like gym and is yeah. anti like the exact yeah. opposite of the other girl like it, it gets yeah. it gets that stuff done efficiently it doesn't take too yeah. long to do that and then it's like we're just no, we're not gonna but then the thing is the movie doesn't lose sight of those characters and yeah. it like makes it more about just how they're interacting with each other throughout and they didn't know how they're yeah and how they're like experiencing like being put in a completely different like social social situation than they than they're used to both like physically uh emotionally whatever like they're just not sort of used to this like like fridge is now short instead of tall i don't know whatever right so he can't use his like height and strength like to fear people whatever whatever he's literally um, just the weapon caddy and yeah uh, i don't even remember what the other thing he had was was it yeah and he, he was, yeah. his weakness was cake and he was a weapon caddy like that was it yeah um, um but yeah but yeah, yeah i mean like the story was actually like pretty good and it was easy to follow um i thought like it was like pretty like current, like talking about like social stuff, and it was, it's like this is what we think about whatever, and I, I thought they did a really good job, honestly. What what specifically are you referring to with that? Because I might just be forgetting. It's uh, been a couple weeks since. Just I saw like, it. Um, you know, like hey, like the two girls are like empowering each other, um, just like talking about like, uh, I don't know, just the way they're talking. I don't know. I, I don't know. No, I mean, there, there is some of that where she's like too, telling the other girl to like owner owner, yeah. owner sexuality yeah. and all that stuff. And it's like getting over like stereotypes. So she's like, oh, you're prettier. She's like, and then she like says something really smart, and she's like, oh, like you yeah. could be smart too. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think you 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 kind of hit it on the head a little more directly than I did in that when we first see that trailer, you think the body swapping things is going to be kind of a gimmick, and yeah. I think it's important that the movie has like more interest and just randomly. I don't want to say randomly, but it, it's just exploring that. Which it's just like an yeah. unexpected way for this movie to – for a movie of this genre to go in, to like go really deep into what it means is to put these people in like different yeah. bodies and what this means based on how they've been thinking about themselves when they were the sure. te- the teenage versions of themselves. And I think that it's it just – the fact that it like treats all the CGI bullshit as so secondary is what really helps it a lot because it could have just been like completely mindless. You know, yeah, and still, and still um, made a lot of money just because of it was that kind of movie, and it didn't just rest on its laurels in that regard. Yeah, I, I don't. The last thing I think I saw Jack Black in was D Train, and I that movie was very like kind of misguided, and I don't think I've seen him in anything since then. But he, to me, he was the best part of the movie. I don't know how you felt, and and I love The Rock, so I was surprised to like Jack Black as much as I did. Yeah, I am. Um... Yeah, it was it was fun. Like, uh, and I did not. I never saw the D train. I I remember reading like the you. I remember you wrote a review about it when you back when you were writing yeah. reviews and stuff. And I I thought that was like, and I I was like, oh well, that looks interesting. I just like never made it a priority. And just for fun, I'm now going back to see what the last time thing I saw Jack Black in was. And yeah. I think we're going back to. Uh, 
Like, I've never seen Kung Fu Panda, so... Bernie. Tropic okay, so Thunder? I saw Bernie okay. in 2000. It's a Richard Linklater movie, which actually he's, like, yeah. really good in. And it's just kind of weird because yeah. it was like, wow, this is a very not Jack Black type of performance. And yeah. i w- w- excited to see what he does next. And he did not do anything I had any interest in seeing for, <laughs> yeah. more, for like, six and a half years after that. Uh, but, yeah, yeah no, it was, it was really fun. And, I mean, like, it was, and it, it's still, like... What looked like in the trailer, like oh, they're gonna get a couple easy laughs out of him, like the yeah. being hor- her being horrified to look like him. It, I yeah. thought they got a lot more mileage out of it, and just like the way she was reacting to everything Karen Gillan was doing was really yeah. funny. Um, yeah. and and then the way that <laughs> the way that she, he reacted to Nick Jonas, I also I couldn't yeah. I couldn't help but laugh at that as kind yeah. of weird as it was. Um, yeah, and it was funny. Like they, they acknowledged like this chick having like a dick too, and like all these like little jokes, and it was it was funny. And, and, I, and, like, and, like, and like that should feel like we're a, especially you. I, I'm but it was like kid friendly too. At the I, same, like it was weird. funny. But, yeah, I tend yeah. to laugh at the more crude dick joke things than you these days. But like they did that in a way that still like didn't feel like haha dicks. I mean, I guess that's essentially what the joke was, but it didn't feel like as like. Um, Corny or uh, yeah, corny or um, what's the word I'm looking for? Crude. It, it wasn't as crude as as a lot of stuff is. It was just like I don't know. It was just like funny, man. Uh, but I liked it. Uh, I liked. I think I, I liked Kevin Hart. I don't really like Kevin Hart anymore. Uh, there's one thing um, I just kind of felt like we were both kind of worried about that. I mean, he doesn't yeah. have a ton for. Uh, I, he hasn't really ever been a movie where it's like, oh my god, that was awesome because of Kevin Hart. And I feel like I've only yeah. seen a, a couple of Kevin Hart movies, but I was like, he didn't. He's probably the I got the least out of his performance out of like all of them, but I mean he didn't yeah. he didn't annoy me, so I think success there good for you, Kevin Hart. You know, yeah, uh, Rock was delightful. Um, Karen Gillan was really good though, which I'm glad because I really didn't like her in The Circle. Well, had you, had, I don't, you, had you ever seen her in anything besides The Circle and Guardians? Um, no, I don't think so. so besides that, so I watched. I mean, I haven't watched it in a, in a few years, but I watched. She was like on two or three years of Doctor Who. And yeah, yeah, I, I knew like, that. I, I just like I really, I really, yeah, I really liked her on that show, and it was just like, I don't think I've seen her. Oh, oh, she was in. She, she had a small part in the Big Short. She was like that that guy's brother, and they like get to go out to talk to her like at a pool in L.A. or at a pool in Vegas, and like that. And oh, like, sure, that's not like a real role. Yeah, though. it's the thing. It's like that, that, and like the circle were the only other live action things I'd seen her do, and I thought she was a lot of fun. I mean, that's not that's not like a easy thing to do, like playing someone that looks a, that's a, that's as pretty as her who convincingly like look like someone that really doesn't feel pretty but i mean or whatever (laughs) and like is unsure of what to do and some of the stuff was fairly broad humor like her doing the walk and stuff which was it was funny enough but like she was really good in the other stuff and like her and the rock were just kind of hilarious and just like not really knowing what to do with themselves you know yeah for sure um and, and and credit to the writing for that because you have to write it in a way that like your message is going to get across, but it's because this is like such an easy movie for me to hate. I feel like, or even like, like it's, it could have been like so generic and still made money, like you said, but they didn't, they didn't, didn't do that. they like took their time and like everything sort of had a purpose and it all sort of led to the end where they have this like actual climax and whatever, whatever. Um, and it was good. Yeah, no, I, uh, I agree. Um, I, I definitely write, like, I, I'm not sure what, that there are that many better movies out right now to see than Jumanji. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I, I haven't seen a lot in theaters now since I saw that. I mean, uh, looking at like my list of stuff. I mean, like I, 
I'd say I enjoyed it more than Downsizing, which you smartly avoided, I would say. Um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen I, it. Uh, I, I gave it a higher rating than I gave Molly's Game. I uh, yeah. Well, Call Me By Your Name's not everywhere yet, but I really like yeah, Call Me By Your Name. It. I didn't P- see it yet. Pitch Perfect 3 is probably worse than you even expected it to be, um, <laughs> which I know is probably hard. Um, and... But yeah, I mean, like it's out of the, like the stuff that's like in th- like there's still like a few like of the Oscar type things that aren't everywhere yet. Out of, out of the stuff you can just easily go to the theater and see right now, it's yeah. basically just like this Molly's Game, Pitch Perfect three, and that's about it. Like there's other stuff that's yeah. like still like working its way to wide release, and yeah. this is probably like the class of the of those things right now. You know? <laughs> notice, how, notice how you didn't even mention Star Wars. <laughs> oh yeah, um, uh, I mean, like I just assume everyone's seen that already. So sure, uh, sure, that's of, fair. Regardless of the quality, of that like that's something that uh, I, I would ex- have expected everyone to made it to by now that was going to see it. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, I, I, the guy who did the movie is yeah, he? Yeah, Jake Caston. He hasn't really done anything I've seen. Uh, so, hey, I don't think the Star Wars connection though. You know, his dad Larry Caston writes like a bunch of the Star Wars shit. Oh really? Oh wow, that's yeah. crazy. This is so much yeah. better than Star Wars. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, it looks like, so it looks like he wrote. Didn't he? Is, am I seeing now that he wrote like Walk Hard and? Um... Yeah, he. I think he directed Walk Hard. He didn't write it. Oh, I didn't know he directed anything before. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, that's what it says. This was his third movie, I guess. Um, um, I guess he's oh, he's, he's an EP on Sex Tape, which I think is a hilarious movie, and it only has seventeen percent. Oh, I never saw it. I just but, kind of assumed it was bad. Uh, I think it's, I think it's fucking hilarious. Oh, that's oh no, no uh, Sex Drive is funny. Sex Tape looks like trash. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mixed, uh, I mixed them up. So he did, he did Bad Teacher, which I feel like I might have seen, but I might have only seen part of on I mean, cable. Yeah, I um, didn't like Bad Teacher. So, did, so he did, he did that and Walk Hard and, and Sex Tape. Um, yeah. But yeah, so his dad Lawrence Kasdan is like one of the like the main dudes that like writes the Star Wars stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of like kind of funny that he's a uh, uh, just done doing his own thing whereas like his dad's like his dad's like the sole writer i think well that's the funny his dad's like the sole writer on the han solo movie that lord and miller like were like ignoring the script for and then they fired them and now they're yeah. making and now they're making the movie again with ron howard and they're like oh no the script's awful um <laughs> uh but he, well, he i guess he wrote the force awakens and uh yeah so he's done other stuff but yeah kind of like a c- cool that he got his did, I, I mean, impressive, like that he put his own uh, spin on Jumanji. It, wait, did he write it too? I, or you're saying he directed? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think he wrote it. Okay, it was uh, one of those things. I was like, no, because no. you, you were talking about earlier how like the script was like actually pretty impressive. I didn't know if it was like one yeah. of those things that got like, written by like four different people. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Chris McKenna was part of it. Oh, and, really? Okay. That little, yeah, yeah, that group. Those guys that did Lego Batman and Spider Man wrote this one. Oh well, Chris McKenna is like. My hero, because he wrote like my favorite yeah. episode of TV in a while and a community episode. But uh, he's yeah. like, cool that he's like getting to, like help make random blockbuster movies better. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the last he did Lego Batman, Spider Man, and this. So those are three that I yeah. that I like. So good for him. Keep good him, for him. Keep him busy. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else on this one? Um, no, that's what, all. What do you think, what'd you think of Nick fun. Jonas? Like, he's actually started doing uh, some more. Uh, He's done a couple other random movies lately and TV shows like under the radar stuff that I feel like he's gotten like critical acclaim for, but uh, I thought he was fine. Um, yeah, he was fine. I don't think he was like extra good. Like, it wasn't like he wasn't Zach Efron in Disaster Artist. You know what I mean? Well, no, but like it was a bigger part than that. Um, sure. But like, I mean, I feel like it could have easily been like, let's just cast like someone that's going to get a lot of teenage girls to buy tickets, and he could have been sure. bad, and he wasn't bad. So yeah, um, no, he was fine. I, I um, thought he was good. 
But yeah, so, so uh, solid movie. Go check it out, people. Um, yeah. Uh, so if you guys want to talk to us about Molly's Game or Jumanji, you can find us on social media. Josh, what's your at? Uh, Josh Jernavoy, J-O-S-H-J-U-R-N-O-V-O-Y, and the podcast Twitter is at 52in52pod. My Twitter is uh, at a clambake, A-K-L-A-M-B-A-K-E. Podcast email, 52in52pod at gmail.com if you guys want to send us an email about anything. Um, Let us know what you guys thought about the movie. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.